Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Marcus Nez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This is episode 6, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, a third-person action-adventure game, I guess you'd say. Uh, there is a fair amount of action in it, and it is a bit of an adventure, and I think we can all agree that it is in third-person, but it feels a little weird to pigeonhole it into a single genre just because I find the experience of playing through the game to be greater than the sum of all its parts. Which isn't to say the parts that make up Hellblade are bad. I really enjoy the combat system and I found the story interesting and, and the puzzles were challenging but never too challenging to the point of frustration. But what really makes Hellblade a unique and special experience is the way in which everything comes together to make this very immersive, engrossing, at times overwhelming experience that I think can only be done with the the medium of games. You know, this isn't a story that would work as well, at least, as a movie or whatnot or as a book. You, you really have to play through it because part of the experience, a big part of it, is seeing what it's like to live through Senua's eyes and deal with her psychosis, which she has to deal with all the time, and you only have to when you're playing through the game. And it it makes for a very special thing. Uh, so, the story of Hellblade follows Senua as she is making her way to Helheim. It starts off with you just arriving at Helheim, and you're there trying to save the soul of the one you love, Dillian, who died after a plague went through your village, a plague you believe you were responsible for because you are cursed, and also the mental illness, your psychosis makes it impossible to really differentiate between what is real and what isn't and so when you return to your village and and find that this plague has been going through it and eventually takes the life of Dillian you want to go to Helheim and find his soul as it's being tortured you suspect and, and save it and you'll do anything to to do to to accomplish that goal even sacrificing yourself and why it's so important to Senua to do this is because she didn't interact with a lot of people, but she would watch and observe people throughout her village, and she would watch Dillian as he trained, and that's how she learned how to fight. And he actually showed her kindness. He acknowledged her and was kind to her. And they grew to have a, a very special relationship and one that she cherished and because of that she wants to save him and so she goes on this journey where she deals with hallucinations and voices in her head that are both encouraging discouraging at times mocking her uh, and just constantly in her ear coming at her from various directions some at whispers some loud uh, and that all comes through when you're wearing a, a pair of nice headphones which 
I really implore anyone who's interested in playing this game to do so because that's the way you experience that 360 degree audio that is so powerful and overwhelming and intense. I can't say enough about the audio in this game uh, when you are wearing uh, some headphones. It, it is very different from anything I've played before and as someone who has sensitive hearing, I have very good hearing, I can hear things that are far off into the distance pretty clearly but when a lot of things are going off at once it's hard for me to focus on a singular voice or bit of audio so when all these voices would be coming at me there'd be times where I would just have to put the controller down because I, I, I couldn't take having all these voices come at me at once from various directions you know I feel like I'm being surrounded you know I'm not claustrophobic but when I'm hearing all these voices it, it becomes like a claustrophobic effect and reminiscent of when I'm going downtown on the train sometimes I can't take hearing all the sounds around me and headphones become an, an escape <laughs> though in this case they weren't an escape they were what was providing the avenue for all these voices to come at me which is kind of funny but the the audio work is so great in it because it, it does such a great job of letting you know what it's like for just short periods of time you don't have to live with this but you get to you get to experience what it's like to have voices in your head uh, that are of differing tones and levels and from different areas whether it's behind you next to you right in front of you and, and there's nothing there that you can see that is speaking to you so it's just all in your head you know it's in your head and that is really powerful and you're, you're going through the story dealing with this throughout uh, the, the voices aren't constant but they will come up every now and again pretty often and I, I like the way they, at times in the story, when you're doing puzzles, because puzzles become a big part of the the game as a part of psychosis is also seeing things that aren't there or, or recognizing patterns in the world and noticing things that aren't actually there, that are just things that you see. And you're like, oh, that that's there for a reason. You will have these doors that you have to get through and they will have symbols on them. And then you will have to find those symbols in the environment and these symbols will end up existing in the environment in the way uh, uh, in which a tree forms a shadow on the ground or when you're looking at a window and seeing the column of a building and you're in the right exact spot that they align to form this shape and if you struggle during these puzzles and you're taking too long than the game thinks you should, the voices will start mocking you. She's never gonna find it. She doesn't know where she's going. She's not even close to it. She is so stupid and stuff like that. And it's, it, it makes it way more of an in, intense experience than puzzles usually are in games. It's usually more of a frustrating thing if, you, if you're taking your time. But when you have these voices that are 
mocking you and making fun of you and acting like you'll never be able to do it, not encouraging you to, to keep pushing forward, it, it, it becomes not frustrating, but it's just like, hey, can you get on my side, please? And sometimes the voices will help you out. They'll be like, listen, listen, because at times if you're taking too long, there will be audio cues that will help you get to where you need to go in. In the environment, when you're near a symbol that you need to find, the, the symbol will start burning all around you little in little pieces. You know, you'll see little versions of that symbol all around you, and you'll be like, okay, I'm somewhere in the, the vicinity of where I need to be, so I need to look around. And you'll also come to points in the story where the world is broken, and there are shards of not glass, but just the world that are misshaping it and you need to align it so that they can restore parts of the world like a staircase or a bridge so you can pass and continue forward and all of that comes into her psychosis senua's psychosis and how she sees things that aren't there and how this world is really of her making it's all in her head and it's a very it, it does a very good job of portraying psychosis and what it's like to see things that aren't there and hear these voices uh, as best a video game can do. But it's more than just these puzzles and these voices. There's There's also action in it, which I know some people didn't like, but... I really enjoyed the action, as simple as it is, because it was very intense. And I think part of that is because in the game, Senua is very close up to you. You're very close up behind her. And these fights can be really intense as you're getting into combat with multiple enemies. It starts you off fighting only one enemy at a time. And I, at first, had to get a grasp of the combat because you have a basic attack, a strong attack, a block which you can also use to counter and a dodge roll and that's it. And I first was playing it more like the way I played Dark Souls and rolling a lot. But then I, I, I realized actually blocking and, and timing it right to counter is much better because that stuns the enemy and it just feels so much better and I started to feel somewhat cocky i was like i can i can take on all these enemies it's, it's, it'll be no problem then they start throwing multiple enemies at you at the same time and at first i was very overwhelmed and i couldn't take it and i was like oh man this is going to be a nightmare but i got the hang of it pretty quickly and i found the combat to be really enjoyable from the get-go up until the end i never got tired of the combat and i think in the boss fights and in fights where you're fighting a lot of them at once it really shines because while it's there and it is a fun combat system I think what it's more so trying to do is just show you how overwhelming these these moments in the game are for Senua where she has to overcome these obstacles and things are just coming at her from all directions. There's no heart on the screen, so when an enemy is attacking you from behind, you have to listen. You have to remember to listen to the voices. They they will tell you if someone's coming from behind. They'll be like behind you, and then you'll have to either roll out of the way or 
time your counter block and it makes the combat much more intense than any other game I can think of in recent memory especially with the boss fights where I was on the edge of my seat and I can't remember the last game that had me on the edge of my seat where I was holding my breath and fighting tooth and nail not sure if I was going to succeed uh, I brought up Dark Souls before but in Dark Souls the boss fights can be intense but they feel much more methodical and workmanlike where you learn the patterns and you just brute force it and you, you know what you have to do and you just keep doing it in Hellblade the the size of the characters on screen and the action itself are, are so heavy and thick that I, I, I just found it to be so intense and there would be times where I would fall down on my knees and the voice would be telling me, oh, Nick, get up, get up, you, you can still get up. And I would be like, yeah, thank you. I was so happy that the voices would be encouraging me at, the, at those times. And I would get back up and I would be weak initially. And I'd have to dodge or whatever to just regain some strength. And you have this ability to focus, which you use to look at objects in the world and, and whatnot. But in combat, you build up this focus meter and... When you do that, time will slow down. And I didn't even know this thing existed until I fought this first god searcher who is this big fire demon thing. And the voices in my head kept telling me to focus. You need to focus now. You need to focus now. I'm like, what are they talking about? What is focusing here going to help me with? Because I would focus on objects in the world for story and all that. But I didn't know it had anything to do with combat. And then I focused, and it all this light shined through. And it slowed down time, and it stunned this opponent who was giving me a hard time. And I suddenly felt rejuvenated in that moment. And I was like, oh, I, I, I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it. And then this second win came, and I felt like I could do anything. And it, it was a really powerful moment i loved it so much and when it ended and i succeeded i didn't die i was like oh my god that was that was crazy and even if you do die you get to start back where you were but dying is part of the story because you have this curse on you and it's slowly creeping up your right arm and just enveloping more and more of your body as you die and i believe you can get to a point where it involved so much of you that you have to start over from the beginning but the pace at which it was creeping up my arm I, I probably died in the game less than 10 times somewhere around there I, I would find it really hard to die that many times but I'm sure it's probably possible but I found the combat to be a really enjoyable experience and part of the game and, and it also added to just that Intense, overwhelming, immersive thing that the game has for it going throughout. And I was just really surprised by that. But there are moments where you aren't using combat. There are parts of the game where you lose your sword and you have to go through these challenges in order to get this other sword because your, your sword gets shattered and destroyed. 
and then it becomes scary. But before that, going back to these two gods that you have to face off against early on to open the doors to continue your journey, you have Searcher, who is this like fire god, and Valraven, who is this god of illusion. Not Loki, Valraven, but with Searcher going through that world, you really have to deal with all these extreme losses of these towns that have been burned down and there are no survivors and to unlock doors in this part of the world you have to interact with these like they're not quite totems or or, or stones or something but they are these remnants that you interact with and then it brings you back to the moment of the fire when the village was being destroyed and you hear everyone screaming and the voices in your head are telling you that you're not going to make it you're, there's no way you're going to make it you're going to you're going to die too you know you're, you're screwed you're, you're just you're dead and you have to run through this fiery hellscape through the path that is in front of you there's only one way to go and you have to make your way through it before the fire envelops you even though it's all in your head it's not real but your delusions are so real to you that it can kill you that's how heavy all of it weighs on you and how real it is to you that even though the fire isn't real in the real quote-unquote real world it is real to you it's real to senua so you have to make your way to the door that was locked to escape the fire and i don't think fire has ever been as scary in a game as it is in hellblade every time i would interact with one of those things and the fire would come about i would just be booking it like crazy because the fire was so intense and then with val raven and his world of illusions there are these gates that you have to go through that when you do the world the environment will change a little bit here and there things will appear things will disappear doors will be open some will be closed and you have to navigate your way through these sometimes multiple times in order to get to where you need to go and that does a great job of just showing you how someone like this can see things that aren't there but the part of the game where you lose your sword it plays around with the audio again and the lighting and all these other aspects and sensory details that you now have to really focus on because you have no way to defend yourself so in one of the areas it's like a labyrinth where you constantly have all these forks in the road in this like dungeon and you can go left or right and the way you navigate this correctly is to listen to the voice you hear Dillian's voice guiding you and you have to listen to it and that was uh, fun's not the right word but it was a good experience in in just following and and having that audio be something that you really have to pay attention to and then there's one where it's almost pitch black and you have to find your way through the darkness through voice as well and at times in some of these challenges monsters will be chasing you monsters of your own mind's creation but if they get you they'll hurt you and you have to 
get from light source to light source to avoid them. And it became a very scary experience, one that I wasn't expecting and one where in another game I might not have continued because I'm not good with scary things, especially when I have no way of defending myself. But I wanted to continue Senua's journey and I wanted to help her get to the end and and save Dillian's soul that I, I fought through it, even though it could be intense at moments because there there was one where you have to like navigate this labyrinth and this thing is constantly chasing you and if it sees you it'll start charging and you hear it and it's just scary as all hell but there'll be all these little spots that you can sneak under walls and whatnot and it was it was a, a real wild challenge but eventually you you make your way you get the sword and you make your way to hella who you asked to save Dillian to to take even your soul and you will fight for her um, if she'll save his soul and, and all that but for me as much as I enjoyed the story and, and there are also these lore stones in the game that give you some Norse mythology every time you interact with one of them I believe there are 44 in the game which I really enjoyed but it was hard to take in all of them because they are proximity based so when you interact with one, I believe the character is Druth, will start giving you a little bit of history. And these can range anywhere from 30 seconds to maybe a minute and a half. The further away you walk from them, the quieter it will get until you can't hear it at all. And also, if the voices in your head are talking, they will not shut up. They don't care that you're trying to hear this bit of uh, mythology. But... I found that I, I I wanted to keep moving forward, that it, it felt wrong with the story and Senua's journey and her goal. It felt wrong to just stand in place and listen to these pieces of mythology. Even though they were providing information I didn't know and I wanted to know, I felt Senua's journey was more important than that so I didn't get to hear all of them and I didn't interact with all of them but I want to go through it again to really give those a listen and I will at some point uh, and I'll probably play through it a third time it's a game that I am so happy I finally played through and finished if you are an Xbox One owner I think it by the time you hear this, will either be available on Game Pass or soon will be available. But you can also just buy it on Xbox One or PC and PS4. It, it is a very, very special game that I adore so much. And I just want to also say that part of why the story works so well, I should have mentioned this earlier though, is the performance by, I guess you'd call her an actress now, who played Senua I believe her name is Melina Jurgens and she gives such a strong powerful performance and it's mind-blowing that she was just their video editor and then she ended up doing this but that will do it for this here episode once again I am Mark Kuznez 
Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, which are available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this podcast or the other one I mentioned, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch both of them there. I highly recommend if you're not already doing so watching the video version of this show because I think that really adds to the enjoyment of this show. Not to say it's a bad audio experience. I hope it's not, but I think the video is something that makes it even better. And I put a good amount of work into it. So I would love for more people to watch it. Um, But you don't have to if you don't want to. You can also check out my art over at pxsart.com. And if you see something you like, click the link. It'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. Everything will always be free. So there's no reason to support us unless you really like what we do and i hope you do so with that said thank you for watching i hope you enjoyed it as with all the other episodes and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day